Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have another surprise for you. This is my second interview today, and my guest is none other than former WWE superstar. Watch the video package, and then you can see who it is. See you soon. That's right, everyone. My guest is former WWE superstar, James Ellsworth. Hey, James, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm just hanging in there like everybody else during this pandemic, as I like to call it. So I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, this pandemic is kind of a mess. It really is. But I'm so glad to have you as my guest. I really am super excited to interview you. Um, like we were talking about beforehand, we actually met at a pop and comic con. I was there with my film company and I got to meet you there and I was like, I have to interview James Ellsworth. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I remember we had a, uh, I was there with uh, crime time, Chad, who unfortunately passed yep. away and uh, my, my buddy JTG, who I just talked yep. to yesterday. And yeah, so that was the last, well, I think one of the last times I saw Chad. So right. I, I remember that everything about that day because it's just one of right. those things. You know? And it's funny because I actually interviewed JTG last week or the week before, which is pretty cool. That was pretty cool yeah. getting an interview hey. to catch up with him. Buddy of so, mine. Yeah. yeah. So the first question I have is how did you get your start into professional wrestling? So I graduated high school when I was 17 and four years, four, not four years, four days later, I went mm -hmm. to wrestling school in Baltimore. It was called Bone Breakers. Um right. And I just started four days after I walked off the stage at a graduation and, and immediately went to wrestling school. That's awesome. So cool. So uh, how did your tenure with the WWE come about and how was Vince as a boss? Uh, Vince, you know, he's he's a genius and <laughs> he's I mean, he's, you know, he was very nice to me. He gave me a lot of good pointers. He, uh, you know, he was a big fan of my work. That's how I got the job. I'm um, doing the Braun Strowman match. Vince just saw something in me after that match, after the promo and the selling and the facial expressions and all. And right. he, he hired me, and I'll always appreciate him as a boss. You know, he's all business. And, I mean, like I said, he gave me some good pointers. He always complimented my work. And, I, um, you know, I really had a good time working for him. That's awesome. So how did you get the call with the WWE, like, to do your, your scenes with uh, Braun Strowman and all that, your matches with him? So when you're an independent wrestler um, – Anytime WWE is around your area, you can actually email them to be an extra. Right. And, you know, an extra consists of doing a job like I do with Braun Strowman or being like a security guard or being, you know, like a fake security guard on TV, right. you know, or playing the role of a security guard or playing the role of a doctor or playing a role of just somebody that's staying backstage or like they used to have the Rosebuds or the, um, right. the you know, so you could be anything. Yeah. And, you know, anytime they came around my area, I set my stuff. And, you know, lo and behold, um, that was that particular day in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I got to wrestle Braun Strowman. And the rest is history, I guess. They That's say. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's funny because you mentioned about, like, even the Rosebuds. Like, look at Braun Strowman. He got a start as a Rosebud. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, Yeah. It's um, So, in NXT, you know, they were all signed, you know, training at the Performance Center. Me, I was right. just a journeyman wrestler independent wrestler and right like i said i owe it to vince he saw something in me and uh um, that's awesome gave me a nice couple of years there 
Right. That's really great. Um, so, uh, so part of being the WWE roster, obviously there's that grueling travel schedule. So do you have any road stories you'd like to tell anybody, tell us about? <laughs> Trying to think of some, uh, that I can say on air. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love traveling to this day. I still, you know, do as many independent wrestling shows as possible. I just did one in Oklahoma Sunday. Um, I mean, I remember one time I, uh, we were somewhere, it might've been like, man, I can, Nebraska or something. And I was at a Texas roadhouse just eating by myself. I needed a day to myself. Like I, you know, I would mm-hmm. sometimes travel with Rhino or Shinsuke Nakamura, Mojo Riley or referee Rudy Charles. Uh, mm-hmm. But this particular day I was like, I'm going to just relax by myself. And I'm eating at Texas roadhouse by myself. And I see Baron Corbin walking with Tyler Breeze and uh, Ty Dillinger, who is now Sean Spears. And I remember I I ordered Barrett Corbin because Barrett Corbin and I used to joke with each other. I ordered him something, and I left, so he had to pay for whatever I ordered him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I saw him at the arena later that day, and he was like, "You little bastard!" <laughs> like we, he, he laughed about it. It was funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. Um, so what was it like being part of the WWE uh, locker room, and who was the backstage leader? Um, so, you know, it's crazy to smack like. I was a part of SmackDown. SmackDown 2016, 17, and partially in 2018. Uh, I, I mean, I, I would call AJ Styles the leader. I mean, anytime right. John Cena was there, we all looked up to him. But, like, right. it, it, we really didn't have, like, this conquering leader. It, everybody was, you know, very mm-hmm. complimentative of each other and helped each other right. out. And, and, and that's that's the way it was, man. Like, we, that's why I think that era of SmackDown 2016 and 2017 mm-hmm. is – you know, one of the best eras ever, not just because I was there, but it was <laughs> such a good show, such a good crew, right. especially especially June 2016 mm. to April 2017. It was an awesome crew, mm-hmm. and we didn't really look at anybody's like, this is our conquering hero leader, but right. you had your AJ Styles, who was the champion, and mm. Randy Orton, you know, this guy's right. that you can talk to, but, man, there was nobody like, I'm the captain, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so um, there are obviously stories told about, like, ribs that happen backstage uh, between superstars. So do you have any stories about being ribbed or doing any ribs to your fellow peers? Well, I, I just told one I ribbed Baron Corbin, bought him something in Texas. Right uh, there was not right. a lot of ribbing when I was there. Okay. Um, not, not, not much. Like, we, you know, like, well, <laughs> we were on a tour bus in the mm-hmm. U.K., and Daniel Bryan uh, – with told the whole tour bus before Kane got one. He's like, Kane, Kane's the uh, we're gonna call him the king, King Kane. And every day, you must give Kane your lotion from your hotel room, a little bottle of lotion. <laughs> so every day, we came on the bus and would have to give him our lotion from our nice. hotel room. So by the end of the tour, he had you know, maybe 400 bottles of lotion. <laughs> oh my god, what the? oh my god, I can only imagine. And Daniel Bryan, I talked about it on my ride along with Daniel Bryan on WWE Network. He mm-hmm. ribbed Cade so much. God, it was funny. <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Nice. I don't know if I checked that one out. Um, I did check out a lot of the ride alongs, but then I there's like so many so much content that gets on there. But I, I want I, now. I didn't even know you were actually on a ride along. To be honest with you, so I'm gonna actually watch that now. I'm gonna go back and watch that tonight. Yep, Daniel Bryan and I. That's awesome. It's so cool. Um, so uh, uh, my buddy, I've been good friends with him for about at least 
13 years now i'd say he lives in england i never met him a day in my life we met in a wrestling group chat on fun trivia and he's gonna shit his pants that i'm mentioning his name right now but there his name is darren hewitt and he told me to ask this question and i'm like that's a good idea so what was it like being part of the first women's money in the bank ladder match helping carmella win the briefcase and what was your initial thought when you were told this was going to happen I was like, this is great, because we always knew we were going to do the second Money Bank women's ladder match uh, right. the following week on SmackDown. So I was like, oh, man, this is going to create so much controversy. <laughs> this is going to give Carmella and I the heat she needs to move forward with her career. I said, this is the perfect finish. And I thought that, and it was. It was so good. And, you know, people always talk about, oh, man, they buried it online. It, it's only really 10% of wrestling fans comment online. Like right. there's 90% that don't say anything that are very appreciative and just enjoy the product. Right. And we, it worked because we popped the rating mm-hmm. the following week with SmackDown. Our ratings went up like three, nice. 400,000 people just for that That's second awesome. ladder match. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and Carmella, she was, she's a great heel. Like she really did what she needed to do. And with you by her side, you really elevated her. Like I, I, I see it from a fan's perspective of, you know, there's the heel, the baby face type of thing. And then I see it from the, uh, from the person that like, you know, that hates wants to hate them and loves to hate them and like every time you would get involved in Carmella's matches like I loved you as a wrestler I appreciated your work but it was I hated you on like on there because like you but you did what you had to do you did your job well that's what a heel's supposed to do is is, right. is get people not to like them like I hate heels that I don't say the word hate but I just I don't agree right. with like they flip around and Nobody mm-hmm. wants to boo somebody who can do a bunch of flips. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, exactly. I, like, if I'm a bad guy, man, I would have just make people just want to see me get my ass whipped. And that's what I'm doing. Like, Carmella now, like, she's had our truth. She's got the guy, the new guy with her. Like, I think she's should be standing on her own now, like, doing yeah. her own thing, especially yeah. with this untouchable character she's doing. And I, I think she will. I think, like, the, the uh, Samir thing's only for mm-hmm. a short period of time, and I think she will stand on her own. And I think she... It's time for her to. Yeah, so. I agree with that completely. Now, uh, did you have any like serious injuries in your wrestling career that you needed like any type of surgeries or anything? Oh, well, you know, it's funny because my catchphrase is any man with two hands has a fighting chance. And I've actually bo- broke both of my hands before, not at the same time, but both of them have been broken <laughs> and I've had surgery and screws put into both of them <laughs> wow <laughs> crazy it, it's a very a brutal brutal industry it's, it seems like it would be something fun to do to entertain the fans and everything but it really it takes a toll not just you know on your body physically but even mentally like it's really gru- gru- you know brutal yeah you know i i keep it positive i i it, yeah. it is a lot on your body and your mind but i the, with, with both you know i keep it positive like my body it does hurt but yeah, I know that's the sacrifice I made to live out my dream. And as far as like the mentality, like I always think of, man, I lived my dream. I got to travel the world. Uh, you know, right. I'm financially stable. Like I met my fiance because of wrestling. I've had my <laughs> kids because of somebody yeah. I met through wrestling. So I, I just think very positively. And I, the, so my mentality never really changes, which is a exactly. Blessing. And, and I mean, I mean, not a lot of people can say they were a WWE superstar, and you have that that bragging right, so to speak. Like you can say, "Hey, I wrestled for the WWE," and I would love yeah. to see you back there too. That would it would be amazing. I always tell people, I'm sure at some point they'll bring me back to do something. You know, you yeah. never they never. I mean, there's been guys that there's guys on there now that were gone nine, ten years, like John Morrison, Shelton Benjamin, MVP. yeah, exactly. So you just 
Like, I mean, Gilbert at one time from 2003 to 2017, that's, that's a 14-year stretch, didn't make any appearances. And now he made one in 2017, and he recently just made one a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, you just, you just never know. I mean, the Royal Rumble's coming around. I could be in the Rumble this year. I could be in it next year. I could be in it five years from now. You just don't right. know. That, that would be so – I would pop so hard at this seeing you in that entering that Royal Rumble match. That would be so cool. Hey, it's the Sunday. <laughs> um, so let's see. Um, so can you tell the fans what it's like putting together a wrestling match from the psychology to the movesets and everything in between? Man, it just really like depends on what crowd you're trying to entertain. Every crowd's mm-hmm. different. And putting together a match, <clears throat> it's it's just like putting together a movie or a sitcom or a play. Mm-hmm. You, you have your parts, like you Who's mm-hmm. heel? Who's the baby face? What what story are we telling? Do we hate each other? This is our first time wrestling each mm-hmm. other. Are we fighting for an opportunity? Are we fighting for a championship? It, it's so many variables going to putting together right. a match. And so there, there's a lot that goes into it, and right. um, I really enjoy doing it. That's awesome. So speaking about the crowd and everything, which crowd do you think is the most vocal that you wrestled in front of? Man, Chicago was awesome. Uh, Chicago is what came to mind for me. <laughs> oh, man. Anytime we want that. You know, it's crazy. <clears throat> so backlash 2017, I was a heel with Carmella. I came out and they, I mean, God, they booed me out of the building. And fast forward to June of 2018, 13 months later, I came back and took the Oscar mask off in the same arena. Went nuts. <laughs> like, nice. It's, it's so funny. Nice. Like, I think they just appreciated the James Ellsworth <laughs> character. Like, they right. really hated him at one point. And then when I left for seven months, they missed me. And I, when I came back, they were like, oh, my God. Like, you know, That's it's, so cool. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know? Exactly. And uh, were you, um like, well, that was in Chicago, right? That was those events. Yeah. All right. And the last question I got for you is uh, basically for you to hype up your social media, any websites, any appearances, uh, gigs, events that you're going to be at and com- for anybody to meet you at, anything like that? Yeah. So you can check me out on Twitter at Real Ellsworth on Instagram at James Ellsworth Wrestling. Buy a cameo, cameo.com. There you go. Um, search James Ellsworth. I'm, I'm, I love doing cameos. I have a lot of fun <laughs> uh, doing those. So check those yeah. out. And, um, yeah, man, I got some upcoming appearances. I'm doing a virtual meet and greet this Saturday with my buddy Gilbert. Check out my social media. Uh, it's 4 p.m. on this Saturday. I'll, we'll be doing okay. it on my Instagram. So Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much for your time, though. I'm glad we got to make this happen. Yeah, man. Hopefully um, when the pandemic's over, pandemic, as I like to call it, <laughs> um, I run Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, and we run Hanover, Pennsylvania, not too far from, you know, Harrisburg. Awesome. I know you're maryland now but uh in woodlawn yep. so and then yeah we also run glen burnie maybe we'll check out woodlawn it might not be a bad idea Kate yeah it's not bad either hey i'd definitely be there bring me in the ring though and uh, get me some cheers <laughs> yeah, yeah you, it's, it's scary being in the ring let me tell I know. you <laughs> i know tell me about it but uh yeah thank you so much and definitely keep me updated if you have something in woodlawn or even glen burnie glen burnie's only 20 minutes from me and i work in glen burnie like my office is down there now i telework but my office is down in glen burnie if you have something going on down there just let me know i, I definitely show up where's your office um i work at uh down it's by curtis bay it's maybe a mile away from the coast guard y- coast guard yard I know where it's at. Yeah, I'm, I'm on East Ordnance Road at work. Cool. Yeah, I, I went to that Walmart today. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm literally like maybe a mile and a half from the Walmart is where my office is. I was there is. today, actually. That's nice. funny. But all right, man, take care. God bless you. All right. Stay safe. Yeah, and remember you too. Man.
That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. And you have a good rest of your day. Stay safe. Yep. Appreciate Bye. you. Yep. Bye.